0: What a song. It's funny, this morning I don't want to overstate this. But uh, I've been flat on my back for a few days. And uh, Dean was scheduled to speak. I know that comes as a shock to all of you. <laughs> there are backups. Then there are really good Backups. And then there are exceptional backups, and then there's Dean. <laughs> okay? So miraculously, without a lot of details, the Lord has resurrected me. And I bumped into Taylor about an hour ago, and she goes, You're speaking? You're speaking? And I said, yes. She says, well, then I have the wrong song. And I said, sweetie, if God could lift me up, do you think he's going to give you the wrong song? So I pretty much got pulverized by it and then blessed by it. And if I may say, with God's help, empowered by it. We had a little acknowledgement of those who have served. Everywhere I go, I acknowledge the service men and women uh, by thanking them for what they do. I also do that for police and fire because those are the ones that are in harm's way every day. And we have a lot of our men and women. Overseas, especially in the Middle East. Um, but so many of our men and women are in harm's way every day, no matter where they are. The world doesn't like us. The world hates this country because of what it was built upon compared to all other countries And there's some wonderful other countries, but this country is special because in spite of those who hate us, there's still a lot of things in Washington, D.C. especially that show what this country was based upon. And so I encourage you, and I know many of you already are, but to pray for our armed forces, our firefighters and our police Every day, they need it. But you know, somebody else needs it, and we don't talk about it much from the pulpit. But Christians also need prayer, also need to be equipped every day, because when we go out, or even if we're inside, or you're a... Teacher in homeschooling, and I say God bless those of you who are. That is no easy task. Um, We're in a battlefield. Every single day as Christians, we are involved in spiritual warfare. And we have to realize that and remember that. And that's sometimes something new for new believers to realize. But the moment we get interested, not just become saved and have a life in Christ, but get interested in the things of Christ, the devil starts to go work. We'll do anything and everything to keep those who don't know him out of the walls of this and other churches That preach Christ and Him crucified. And that's something we have to be serious about every single day of our life. Every day. We can't ever forget that. So let's just take a moment in prayer before we continue. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for your love. And your son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the reason for us here today. We have remembered what he did for us at Calvary this morning. We have worshipped you and him in the power of the Holy Spirit this morning. And now we pray that what is spoken today would be pleasing in your sight, Father and honoring you, Lord Jesus, in the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Our text this morning is a little bit lengthy. Have no fear. We'll still get you out of here on time. Notice how the speaker is the one who knows what on time means. But he is no fool who lets people out early. So Ephesians chapter six, starting in verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God. So that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. But against the rulers. Against the powers. Against the world forces of this darkness. Against the spiritual forces of wickedness. In the heavenly places. Therefore. Take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with the truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation Of the gospel of peace. In addition to all. Taking up the shield of faith. With which you will be able to extinguish. All the flaming missiles. Of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation. And the sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God. And with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. May the Lord bless the reading of his scripture. This is our message today. This is our message and we're going to break it down. And we're going to start with verses <coughs> 10 and 11. I apologize, I have a little bit of asthma going on here. You welcome to California if any of you aren't. If you decide to stay here, it's a wonderful place. But one day you may end up in the doctor's office and say, "But wait, I don't have allergies." and he'll probably say to you welcome to california Ephesians 6:10 and 11 Finally be strong in the Lord and in his strength of his might put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil It's so important to realize it's in his might we don't have a chance We don't even hope to survive, but by the grace of God, and immersed in his love and his strength. It's never our strength. Don't forget that. We should, better yet, in fact, we must be prepared with prayer. Every day. I don't mean to be critical, but those who say I like to have, I'm busy when I have to get up. I got a lot to do and I got to get to work. So I have my devotion in the afternoon or I have my devotion before I go to bed. Uh, And and they're really stellar people, because if I try and do much of anything before I go to bed, it's adios bye bye until the next morning. But that isn't I, I don't mean to. Discourage that because it's good. And I do pray and I do read something before I go to bed. A long time ago, a preacher said, always make sure the last thing you've seen and the last thing you've heard is about Christ before you put your head on the pillow. And it's worked very well. But hopefully when we're done today, everyone, including and I know a lot of you do already that doesn't spend a little bit or enough time in the morning will. Because can you imagine uh, a policeman, you know, that has a 6 a.m. shift and says, you know, I'm going to leave my gun, I'm going to leave my equipment in the car today until noon. It's not a very wise decision anymore as a firefighter. It's unwise to not have all your equipment beside you at all times. It's no less for Christians. Continuing on to verses 12 and 13. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of darkness Against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist the devil in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. In a wonderful place, California, there's also a lot of other wonderful places and we're afforded more of everything than any other generation before us, um, we just are. But we have to be careful. We don't get too immersed in too much that can draw us away from our relationship with Christ. We have to be careful of that. The devil will try and sidetrack us, break our concentration, interfere with our prayer. Um, he personally. It's amazing. I can tell when I'm on the right track with my Lord, when I get a zinger. You know, maybe something just happened to call it. Maybe you just fell down the stairs. Or better yet, maybe one of the three amigos around me at court had the same problem. And I have to capture that. I have to reject it and get back to where I was. We'll find out about that. Because the devil hates us. But he really hates us when we pray. It's amazing. The devil really doesn't hate the unsaved. He encourages religion. He encourages commitment to anything, any kind of religion, any kind of belief, as long as it isn't evangelical Christianity. He's happy if you want to get real religious. Unless Christ and him crucified is involved. And this might come as a shock. But he sees carnal Christians as no threat. I don't make up the word. Paul uses it. Several writers of the New Testament use the word. It is something we don't ever, ever want to happen in our life. But it can. If we're not careful. If we're not humbling ourselves before our almighty God. If we stay low. And we stay thankful and we don't get arrogant and we don't get haughty because that's a sure guarantee that you've grieved the Spirit of God. And then you have to start making up your Christian life instead of living your Christian life with Him in the lead. Going on to verse 14. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with the truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness is so refreshing. It really separates us. And the truth does the same thing. You see, when we're in our office place or we're in our place of work, wherever that is, including those who are stay at home. People we come in contact with really notice that. They're sometimes troubled by it, sometimes only curious about it, but it's noticeable. But when we get to the point where we are in the world. We're involved in the world. We look like the world. Not so much because you're looking like everybody else. You're standing and acting like everybody else. But when you take a stand to stand with Jesus Christ, sooner or later, no matter where you are, you will have to oppose the things of the world. There will be times when you'll have to compromise, maybe even a friendship. Friendship to stay in harmony with your Lord and Savior. When we are people of truth, the truth helps guard our reputation and our testimony. It really does. I don't share this often, but I had an account in Dublin, this Dublin, um, and I did my job very, very well. <clears throat> but the man who I dealt with, who was the owner of the business, um, didn't seem very interested. And I don't force because the company, whoever I work for, pays me to do something. And it's not to preach Christ. But if we're walking right, if we're doing our very best to please God, he will create those moments for us. And so for a guy, I thought I had no interest in it. In comes this guy walking who signals him. And I just happened to look up at that point and I saw him come in and he says, boy, do I. And he's the owner just all of a sudden says, stop right there. Bill Murray is in my showroom right now doing the things he does to help me. I need you to go out where the mechanics are and through that soundproof door. The later on will come out and hear what you have to say. But I can guarantee you he's not interested in what you have to say. In fact, he would probably take offense at most of what you have to say. And I just said, hi there. You know, The guys look at me. And he goes out. It's it ministered to me and it encouraged me that even though we think somebody doesn't notice, they do. They really do. So keep that in mind. Going on to verse 15. And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Shod your feet. I can testify I have extremely wimpy feet, okay? And it isn't because of the plantar fasciitis. I just, I don't do well on hot surfaces or too rocky surfaces, etc. Can you imagine a soldier getting ready to go out that day? (coughs) And Put on all his gear. Is it even conceivable that he'd go out in his bare feet? Hmm? No. They put on their combat boots for a reason. To protect. Because you lose your feet, you lose your footing, you've lost everything. We need to have the gospel of peace with us each and every day. You know, years ago... (coughs) One of our members, you'll have to try and figure this out, gave us a, a, a living demonstration of what's it, what it's like to put on the armor of God. Only he put on, if I may use the word, armor of his profession, because when he was working at any time, he could go into harm's way also. And it was fire. And so he comes walking to those of us in our church at that time was a much smaller group with the full garb, the boots, the pants, the straps, the jacket, the hat, the breathing mask, etc. I've never forgot it to this day. It's the best illustration I've ever heard of the armor of God in a comparison. Going on to verse 16. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows from the evil one. A quote. Faith is not believing that God can. It is knowing that He will. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, the writer is unknown. Faith is not believing that God can, it is knowing that He will. Boy oh boy. The protection. You know, in this church, when it was built, it was built pretty much to code. And that wall back there, right at the back of the sanctuary, cannot be removed. It is known in the building industry as a load bearing wall. When it's in jeopardy, jeopardy, everyone in or around it or basically in the building is in trouble now. For us here, because we had the second floor moved out of this part, and we have three huge I beams, that helps. But in buildings where you don't have that, in our last church we had one this one post that went down, you know, in not in the middle, but it was over to as I'm looking at it, it would be over there. And it just we 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 talked about it, we looked at it, we did everything we could about it, and it was just like No, so we had to leave it and we'd explain that to people because you can be in danger when that happens. We can be in danger spiritually when we're not right with God because we are no match for the devil without the shield of faith. Am I the only one that gets things shot at me every day? Anybody? Unless you're not walking with God, unless you're you're that far gone, or you're unsaved, you, you have never accepted Jesus Christ, and then you're no threat to him again, you're in trouble without your shield of faith. On a spiritual level, Christ is the load-bearing wall in our life. And we can't have it, we can't function without faith in Him. That's how we first met Him, right? We heard it, oh yeah, I heard all that. But when the time's right, the prayer's enough, we've been broken down enough, we've been opened up enough, we'll get saved. And none by our own doing, other than we walked in someplace or we allowed somebody to share with us. And the timing is right. But we will do it by faith. And we maintain by faith. And if you get too wrapped up in this world, you get too wrapped up in things, you're more interested in how you look than how you are spiritually. And I'm not advocating everybody not look nice. Nice so what i'm saying but you can go to extremes in anything anything our own jobs our home life activities there's a lot of great activities that are finding themselves but we have to be careful about it we have to guard and be smart verse 17 and take up the helmet of salvation And the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. I don't know, but I would not like to come out to a battle with people with full armor on. Okay? And say, come on, I can handle you with this. The odds aren't good I'm going to survive. Okay? Okay? The only, in the armor of God, the only offensive weapon we have is the Word of God. Now, everybody, spirit-filled Christians, carnal Christians, all, especially in a church like this, you can't but absorb an awful lot of knowledge about the Word of God. But if you don't apply the word of God in your life, if I don't apply the word of God in my life, don't have a chance. I'm not going to win the battles. You're not going to win the battles. And the only way we do that is if we stay humble, we stay low, we don't get arrogant, we don't get so immersed in the things Of this world that people can't tell us apart from everybody else. But we have to be prepared to offer a word of explanation when somebody says, why are you the way you are? And if you don't read your Bible, if you don't let God work it in your life, you're going to have problems. I'm going to have problems if I don't. We need to be well-versed in the Bible and the Spirit of God in us to apply it. And if you haven't been, if you don't have very many scriptures memorized, this place before the message is a good place to be and work on them. It gets exciting. It really does. It gets exciting to know more and more to memory because you'll see it start to happen as you're going through situations. Scripture will come to you. Now, that's not because you're so smart. Believe me, I'm not smart, but it's the spirit of God in us that does that for us. If we've taken the time to learn it and apply it in our lives. Last, let's take a look at verse 18. With prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit. You see, that's so important. That isn't a mistake. That isn't just something that's there. It's integral. It isn't an option in the spirit. And with this in view, the alert. With all perseverance and petition for who? For the saints, for our brothers and sisters, for Carl. Hopefully it hasn't been a long time since you prayed for Carl, our missionary. He does a lot of work for the Lord. He's out there every day and not the friendliest of territories much of the time. But that's what he's chosen. That's where he's been led. But just as much, each and every one of us needs it every day. We need prayer. We need to be alert. We need to converse. We need to be very familiar with talking to our Lord. Again, there's so many distractions that can preoccupy us. I've always just been amazed when I sit down to really pray, you know, I'm going to be. St- Is it only me that gets these ideas pop in? all around? Do you know what you just forgot? Maybe you didn't turn off that light. Maybe you left the keys in the car. Or as I'm so famous for, ask my son, leave a window down. I bet you left the window down in the car. And while you're sleeping, somebody's just going to crawl in and take whatever they want. That's what the devil does. That's how the shield of faith helps. When we have it as a package, we become aware of that, don't we? What's going on? Can I say in 40 some odd years that I've never gone, oh, I better go or I won't be able to concentrate in prayer? Yeah, I... I, Done it sometimes. But it was wrong, and usually I don't. Make sure, as you're involved in all the wonderful things that are afforded to us in life, that we don't do so much that there's no time left for Christ. We have to make sure of that. And in conclusion, we can't survive without Christ. We won't survive well unless we give him everything, all of us, every one of us. We humble ourselves because that's what it takes. In the process of letting him have his way where we haven't before, you're going to have, I'm going to have to confess pride. That's what the devil loves for us to have in our life. And that's one thing carnal Christians have a lot of. They have a lot of pride. And that's what cripples them. Read the scriptures on carnality. You'll understand and see. We can't have that if we're going to have a relationship with Christ. An active, growing, loving relationship with him. So with eyes closed and heads bowed. I'm going to read one last scripture to you. Consider this, the seal. If, if the armor of God scriptures didn't put you over the top in commitment, I pray to God this will. For the weapons of our warfare, warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroy, destroying speculation in every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And we are ready to punish all disobedience whenever your obedience is complete. Lord, thank you for today. I pray that... Each and every one of us has been blessed by this message. If there's been some conviction, as I've always said, including especially in my life, conviction is a good thing. Conviction is a necessary thing. And if there's anyone here this morning that still hasn't made a decision to follow Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Well, the armor of God won't do them any good. And for those who have slipped away in their walk, gotten too immersed and too involved in too much, that doesn't include Christ, I pray that this day for the unsaved, they would accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And then they will see and understand so much more about life. And if there's any prodigals, may they return to the Heavenly Father today. And be blessed by him and forgiven by him. And we pray all these things now in Jesus' name. Amen.